Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast where we talk mostly about our lives in an itty bitty bitty bit about reality television. Because we watched the Challenge All Stars reunion and we have thoughts. Uh, rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. That's my one plug for the beginning of the show. Now, let the show commence. You guys, this episode of Reality Blows is a long time coming. To be honest, it's years in the making, and I'm just happy for all of us, me, Nick, you, dear listener, that get to go down this road with us. What is the road I'm talking about? Well, a well-worn path that leads us right to Jacksonville, New Jersey. Nope, it's Jackson, New Jersey. You were really good with that real professional lead up and the way that you were speaking sounded professional. We went to Six Flags Great Adventure yet again, folks. The return to Six Flags. The triumphant return to Six Flags. If you have not listened to our Six Flags episode, the original, the OG, I'd go back and listen to it if I were you. I think it aired in like December 2018, maybe 2019. Yeah, a couple years ago. You should go back and uh, and go peep it. And um, I only say that because it's really m- one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. Like, I love that episode, even though you are clearly very annoyed for like the first 20 minutes of that episode. Who, the listener? No, Nick. Oh. You were annoyed because what happened, for those who have never heard this ep, Nick and I went to Six Flags with some friends and we had what can only be described as a traumatic experience. And then we spent like a couple of days recounting it to everyone we came across being like let us tell you a tale of woe you know and so when it came time to record the podcast Nick was like I can't go over this again we cannot do this story again I was like babe we have to share it with our audience and we did and I'm happy because now it exists it's real yeah I do take credit for that podcast episode (laughs) existing I basically had to twist your arm into recording it and if you listen to it it takes Nick a good 20 minutes to get into it but once he gets warmed up well then he's boiling y'all and uh it's worth the listen it's one of my faves one of my faves I uh, don't recall my demeanor being uh a negative negative on the podcast but I don't I don't I don't doubt it. It was honestly a Sisyphean task on my part. I was pushing Nick up the hill of, um, please, we have to we have to archive this story because we went to Six Flags and we decided that we would never, ever, ever, ever set foot in a Six Flags again after um, a, a bunch of really negative experiences that day. Well, lo and behold... We have found ourselves in the Jersey Shore in Stinkyville Townville. What's the name of our town? Rocky Town City Ship? Stinkyville Townville. <laughs> now, we do not live in a stinky town. What's but the name of our township? Ratatat County. Ratatat County. Um, so we live in Ratatat County, and we're on the Jersey Shore. We're close to Six Flags. Yeah, we're like a, you know, not a short drive, but a little drive. I mean, it's shorter than my commute was from Brooklyn to a show on the Upper West Side when I lived in the city. Oh, yeah. So we uh, we looked. We just we just looked at Six Flag prices and it's like four ninety nine for the day or forty nine ninety nine for the day, forty nine ninety nine for the day or fifty nine ninety nine for a season pass of yeah. 
of infinite visits. Yes. So, I mean, you'd only have to go twice to make it worth your while. And I, that shouldn't really matter to Ash and I because we hate the place. And I don't what know what matter? happened, but we bought season passes. Yeah, we did. I think it's just the idea that, oh, we're going to be vaccinated soon at the time of purchasing and then be like, we, we should do all the things. And uh, that is definitely one thing that we can do. And folks, on Wednesday of last week, was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday, On yeah. Wednesday of last week, we went to Six Flags Great Adventure, the triumphant return. And um, I'll tell you what, I think we had a better time than the first time. We definitely had a better time than the first time. But did we have a good time? I think we did. Now, here's the thing. We bought these season passes. And so really, we just had to break the seal here. We had to go and 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 like uh, we had little printouts with our 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 account numbers on them and we just had to exchange them for physical cards so it had to happen and it's like we live like 35 minutes away from there so I, I was like we should go and the first time we go let's just go for like an hour you know what I mean like we don't have to blow it out um and that's kind of what we did I mean we went for probably like two hours yeah that sounds right something like that uh it was during the day, during the week, um, early. We, we, we went real early, like or got there. The park opens at like 10. We got there at like 1030. And there really weren't that many people there, um, which was great. Uh, it was kind of an overcast, cloudy day. So like it wasn't as hot as it could have been. And uh, it all uh, uh, all of the uh, factors sort of worked out in our favor. Uh, lines were not really long for anything that we wanted to go on. But then we had to sort of decide like, well, what are we going to do here? I mean, because if, if you remember from the last podcast, we kind of swore off like a good portion of that park based on uh, the experiences that we had on some of the thrill rides. Well, this time, um, Nick really, he appeased me and we went through a warm up stage, which is really what I need. I need a warm up stage. I need to get accustomed to being on like moving machinery before we jump on the thing that's going to hang me upside down and shake me like it's trying to get all my change. Okay. So we went on the Ferris wheel, which was the first thing. And I was a little spooked by it, right? Wasn't I like, oh, babe, it seems like it's. But then I eased into the Ferris wheel and then we went on the pirate ship. Yeah, which we went I on loved. a Ferris wheel and like already you were kind of shaky on the Ferris wheel. Well, I have to warm up. And then we went on the pirate ship. Pirate ship, I was good. By the time we were on the pirate ship, I was like, this is what I love. Well, let me just say, back up, because when we got there, I was like, I don't think I want to do any really crazy roller coasters. I was like, uh, I, you know, I have a rule now with these roller coasters. Like, I have to be sitting. Like, the, the, the roller coasters that I went on uh, the last time I had been at this park one was Superman and you're being you're in a Superman flying position and it just doesn't seem safe. It just seems like I could slip out of this thing. It seems like, oh, the shoulder harnesses are just going to hold me in. I'm not like in a seat. It was no good. No bueno. Didn't like it. Got too scared. Was uh, holding on for dear life the entire time. Uh, I also feel like it was one of those things where it's like, you know, when you have those the harness comes down and it's click, 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 click. But, like, this one was, like, not – there was some space. Like, they did not click it that last click. And uh, I did feel like I was only kept in the, the – on the coaster from the, the sheer 
uh, will of me holding on. Like it was just a bad time on Superman. So I'm like, man, I'll never do that again. Then we went on uh, the last time we went on the. Um, well, we started with Twix. Well, I understand, but I'm talking. I'm I'm trying to build. I don't want to go coaster. over. Guys, listen to our last podcast. It's a lot of fun. We'll talk about the Twix ride the whole time. But um, I, there was a, another roller coaster that we went on where I you're standing. Green Lantern. The Green Lantern, right? And Which I didn't go on because at that point I was like, no. Right. Did you go on <laughs> Superman? You did. Yeah, I went on Superman. So, yeah, you're standing like the whole time and it's just like bad for your neck and bad for your groin. It was so horrible and painful the entire ride. I was just like, well, why can't I just sit in a fucking car? So I've decided that's my rule. Like if, if you can sit in the car and it's kind of like a normal, even like the one where you sit and your legs are dangling, I'll still accept that because you're in a sitting position it's so those were my rules but I, when we walked to this park i was like i don't think i'm gonna do any any roller coasters that are kind of crazy let's just go and walk around and see some other stuff and see what else happens so that was my mindset going in and ashley was like we can go on the swings and i was like i'm not going on those fucking swings and you're like what why and then we got to the park and we walked in and you saw the six flags great adventure swings and you're like oh yeah that's why the swings at six flags are like a torture device it's like the trump tower of swings <laughs> it, it sends you up 40 stories <laughs> and then whips you around in these it's like wh why it's did you have to crack high. out the swings like why did you do that Let's just have some regular ass swings. They're already dangerous. Now you got to bring us up 400 stories. It's so high. Sense. It's insane how high the swings are. So we did the Ferris wheel. Then we did the pirate ship. Pirate ship was great. The Buccaneer is what that's called, where it swings back and forth. What we thought the Twix ride was. What when we, we got initially on it. thought mm -hmm. the Twix ride was. And so, uh, yes, the yes the the Buccaneer ride was uh, uh, a lot of fun. Just classic fun. carnival style. A lot of fun. Then um, there's this other ride that like. Nick described as like Space Mountain, but for pirates. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh man, what's that? Skull, Skull Island, Skull Mountain. It's called Skull Mountain. That's right. And uh, yeah, this is like their one. It opened. I remember it opening when I was like a kid and going there. And this was like a premier deal. And it was like the indoor coaster. And there was like a lot of like lights and uh, you know uh, like little you know it was like pirate themed sort of. And, uh, you know, it was kind of spooky a little bit, but like, that's the whole thing. You're indoors. And, uh, Ashley was like, is it scary? And I'm like, oh no, but it's kind of fun. And yeah, let's do it. And so we went, there was no line. We got right on it. And, uh, this was like the jankiest thing that <laughs> this was the first sign that I realized that like, we are going to see the end of roller coasters in our lifetime. Um, and it's just because there, no one is six flag is not. Six Flags is not trying to even maintain basic upkeep, let alone um, like invention or like, you know, making headway into it. No one's investing in the big roller coaster business because upkeep is too expensive and insurance is too expensive. And eventually virtual reality will reach a point where it'll just make more sense financially for us to have our thrills that way. But we get on this ride and like I'm thinking, okay, I love Space Mountain. Let's do it. Like it's going to be a pirate version of Space Mountain. But we get in here and first off, there's just no music, which is kind of weird because yes, we're like no indoor. Soundscape. No soundscape. Second, there's like I like a like half a door that's kind of open. So it's like not totally dark. Yeah, You can kind of like just see to like outside like where like yeah. the snack bar is. Yeah. And then third, I think 
the big thing was that every now and then you would catch a glimpse of something that was in the dark that you were like, oh, at one time a light shone on this and it was part of the ride right, and like it was a, supposed to tell a story. Like you could kind of see that there was a skull there that you were supposed to see. And then like the perimeter was just like tarped over in like some like translucent tarp. So and, odd. And like just like boards and stuff and insulation hanging out (laughs) where you were like they're not even gonna put up a wall to hide that i'm unsure why that like why it's up and running like i guess the only thing that was working on the roller coaster was the actual roller coaster which is terrifying everything else around is decaying and we're gonna talk about el toro which is the big roller coaster that we went on that nick talked me into that he lied to me about where he was like it's just like everest at disney and i love this ride i used to go on it when i was a kid and first (laughs) is off we get on the ride I i strap into this roller coaster and he's like i never been on this before it's nothing like Everest. So that, let me just give you guys that backdrop. But the thing I want to say about this ride is that when we we were on it, I looked down and I noticed that like the wheels are rusty, the track is rusty. And then there's one part where we're coming in at the end and you can see like a portion of a roller coaster that used to be up next to this roller coaster, like just a swoop of a roller coaster that is decaying and has like ivy growing on it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like they couldn't tear that whole thing down. Like they're leaving a portion of it. And Nick's like, yeah, it's like in memoriam. And I'm like, no, babe, it's not in memoriam. It looked like I think it was. rubble. It looked like trash. No, it looked cool. It and like a- then when we pull up at the end, there's all these like test dummies for the roller coaster like strewn across the floor. That was a little much. I, I don't really understand that. Now, you're. I don't know why you've decided to start talking about the other roller coaster in the middle of us <laughs> talking about the first roller coaster we went on because that's the big lead up. You've completely, <laughs> lo- we have no more podcast now. Um, what did we do between then? Didn't we do anything between then? No. We went right from that roller coaster there? Yeah. Well, we really we went, didn't do much at this yeah, well, We went home after that. No, we went on another ride after El Toro. Right, well, we went on a third runaway train. So, okay. So, I, I'm just, I was just bringing up El Toro to bring up the fact that, like, it was also, like, falling apart. Like, everywhere we went, there was, like, even the lawns weren't being kept. Like, they don't have someone who's mowing the grasses. Like, wildflowers have just taken over, which are lovely to look at, but do sort of give you a feeling of, like, oh, no one, there's, no one cares about upkeep. And that's terrifying when you're getting on these machines. So after we did this indoor thing, we went, we looked at Joker. We looked at the Joker, and I was yeah, like, I'll never get on that. Google it. The Joker ride is like, a, you're a psychopath if you want to get on that thing. I, I, I just, it's... A freewheeling. It's like one of those these rides where like it's like you're on a little coaster track, but then the car itself flips around. It's like ugh, I don't want it. That seems insane. I don't think I'll ever do the Joker. So we go to El Toro, and it looks like the Coney Island. What's that called, babe? Yes. Let Let me tell you this. So Ashley said I lied to her and all these things. I didn't. I have not really been to Six Flags like during normal operating hours, probably since I was like thirteen years old or something. Fourteen. Like, I decided I didn't like that type of shit, and I just never went back to Six Flags. It was just always too long. The lines were too long. Um, you know, I, I used to always get a headache after getting off those roller coasters, but I did go when I was like a kid with my family, uh, quite a bit. And there were a couple of roller coasters that were crazy. 
uh, namely like the crazy ones were Batman was like the first roller coaster where your feet dangles and you kind of are, are like where the tracks above you, which is kind of commonplace for roller coasters now. But like in the mid nineties, I think that was the first one. Um, and I remember that being like incredibly fun. Um, and then there was another bat cause they have the DC license and they also have the, uh, Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes license. So then all the, the roller coasters that, you know, that I remember, like they were all kind of Batman. -y. So there was Batman, which is the original Batman and it, and it's based off the Michael Keaton Batman movie. So when you're going on the line, it's all like that kind oh, of Batman. Cool. You've never seen that. I've seen bits of it. We have to watch it. I have it on VHS. I think we should watch it tonight. Is it the best Batman? Um, probably not. I mean, I think probably you would probably say Dark Knight is the best Batman. Oh, okay. Uh, but it is the best of the pre, pre, you know, previous to like the new iterations of Batman that yeah. everybody loves, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Yeah, the Penguins I would say th in this. No, that's Batman Forever. That's the oh. second one. This is Jack Nicholson playing the Joker. This is, oh. you know, and with a Prince soundtrack and wow. And 1989 Batman. Uh which we will we should probably watch tonight. I think that's what we're going to do. Um so uh yeah, so there was that that Batman with the dangling. That's, you know, that was really fun. But then when Batman and Robin the movie came out, which is uh, I think which one is Batman and Robin? I think that's Clooney. Yeah, and Chris O'Donnell. And Chris that's O'Donnell. That's my favorite Batman because okay, so, that's the campiest, and he has the little nipples on his suit. So, yes. So there is uh, Batman and Robin, and then uh, uh, the Batman and Robin. I think it was called the Chiller because wasn't also wasn't that the one Mr. Freeze with Mr. Arnold Freeze. Schwarzenegger. So I believe this was called the Chiller, and ah. it was two tracks. This was like, and their whole thing was takeoff speed. It was a really quick ride, and you could either get on the blue track or the red track. You were either on Batman or Robin, and uh, like they would like be next to each other, and they'd both take off at the same time, and it would be like zero to like 80, like kind of like the rock and roller coaster oh, takeoff. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like that. Maybe the rock and roller coaster takeoff was maybe a little faster because it came later possibly, or maybe even this was faster. But I remember that was your big deal. And what was fun was like Batman would go up and around and then Robin would kind of swirl around the Batman track. So like you would be like really close to another roller coaster oh, wow. where like people, the yeah, it was like a lot of fun. So those were like the two main ones that were like the newer roller coasters that everybody wanted to go on. But there was the mainstay ones, and one of them was called the Runaway Train, which was kind of like their smallest roller coaster. Which we went on at the end. Which we went on. Um, and uh, definitely for kids. We'll talk about that. Um, uh, it's not much to talk about. I did not fit in that thing. <laughs> but it did not matter after the experience we had that we're about to talk about. But the other one besides the Runaway Train was something called Rolling Thunder. And Rolling Thunder was basically just a takeoff of the Cyclone. Uh, it was a wooden roller coaster, and that was kind of exciting still at that point where people were like, it's kind of like a throwback. It's a wooden roller coaster. And so it was fast, but it wasn't, it was like some hills, and it, it wasn't, like it was kind of, it was nowhere near the chiller or nowhere near Batman. Right. Right. So you would go on that. Like I remember like, there was no flips, no twirls. Yeah. Um, there was another roller coaster that was actually really fun, which was called the Scream Machine, which was all about twirls and spins and stuff. No, thank you. So um, 
I uh, yeah, those were kind of the roller coasters. Now, okay, I'm remembering now because as we were approaching El Toro, you were like, "This used to be Rolling Thunder." Well, we were in on the uh, what's the Fel- Ferris, Ferris wheel. wheel, and I saw a wooden roller ah. coaster, and I go, "Oh, Rolling Thunder is still open." We should go on that. You should go on that. Because I remembered in my head, Rolling Thunder was kind of like, eh, no spins. It was kind of fast, but it was like a, the cyclone. It was kind of just fun. Oh, okay. And so we, as we approached it, okay, so we did that. We did the Buccaneer. We did all this. We go to, a, we go to approach Rolling Thunder, and I'm not seeing it in the little directions. And I'm seeing, we finally get to, I find the wooden track, and we're like, oh, here it is. And uh, it's called El Toro. And I go, oh, El Toro. Oh, I go. I, I guess they rebranded this El Toro. Mm, mm. Um, At what point did you realize this was not the same roller coaster mm, of your youth? When we kind of got online, when I when I started to see the cars go past us, oh. where I was like, "This they've upgraded old the old <laughs> thing." So we get it. We got to lock our shit up, and uh, that was it, actually the most annoying part of the whole yes, day. They would not let us on with any bag or anything like. And most roller coasters are like you just put your when you have a bag, you put it to the side. Yeah, they don't want to be responsible, so they made you pay to lock it up. You locked it up, and uh, it was a learning experience because I think next time you won't bring any any bag, and I'll just wear cargo pants. Yeah, and we'll be okay. Um, that's a note for us. Yeah. Not for you guys who are listening. So we get on the El Toro thing and I, t- and I, Ashley's like, this seems kind of crazy and, and scary. I'd like to say something. So Nick is like, we have to go on at least one coaster. Otherwise, like, why are we here? And I'm like, babe, we went on the Skull Mountain. And he's like, we have to go on one big coaster. And like, this will be the easiest. It's just like Everest, which is a ride that I love at Animal Kingdom and Disney World. A roller coaster that I absolutely adore. And Nick was like, you know, it's like, I've been on it before. I've been on this. My mom went on it. Um, like, did you say your mom had been on it or you said this I, I is a ride did. she would go I, on? I, I did. Now, c- thinking back, I believe she wouldn't do Rolling Thunder <laughs> and would only do the runaway train. <laughs> thinking back on it. So I'm kind of like, <laughs> you know what? You know when someone just gets you to a point where you're just like, fine, okay? I will just suck it up and do it. Because I do, again love Everest. So I love Everest. I love rock and roller coaster. I love Disney coasters. And I'll explain why after we go through this. Um, But so I'm like, okay, let's do it. So I just agreed to it. And when we get in line and I'm like watching these people scream, because they really, you're up close to people that you're seeing it. And I just kept thinking like, it's just like Everest. It's just like Everest. It's just like Everest. Yeah. When I told Ashley, it's like Everest, she was like, oh, it's like Everest. Like that was really like, that was the thing. Yeah. So we get in, we finally, uh, not much of a line. We wait like five minutes. We get up on this thing and we go and uh, the lady clicks us in. And and, and and in the, as I said, the Superman uh, ride experience that I had the last time I had gone to the park and there was like a lot of room between me and, uh, you know, the, the harness where the clicking part of it, the, I had like that much room, but this thing doesn't do any flips. So I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I had like a little bit of breathing room and I was like, I'm good with that when I clicked it down. And when the lady came by, she popped it that last click. Yeah. And I was like, okay, got no more room like <laughs> on my gut basically. Thank God she did that. I, this thing started okay. clicking up. It went up and I turned to Ashley. And I go, by the way, I've never been on this ride. <laughs> this is not the ride I remember. And I don't think it's going to be like Everest. I couldn't believe it. I closed my eyes. It's like it's like that terrifying click, 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 
click, slow click. It was not though. This it is was. what threw me off. No, because I distinctly remember this and I said it out loud where we were going clicking up and I was like, wow, this is like the fastest click I've ever gone up. Like normally they, they, they want to like give you the suspense and it is that click, 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 click up, which I'm fine. But this was like click, 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 like what it okay. started up. And- Agree to disagree. I mean, this just goes to show you two people can ride the same ride and have different experiences. To me, it was agony agony i had my eyes closed nick's like open your eyes this is what it's all about look around i'm like looking at a parking lot Um, (laughs) and then i closed my eyes again and like i knew what was about to happen you know how how because you hear the people in the front start screaming right before you drop see i kept my eyes open the whole time Folks, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to this park before and if you've ever been on this ride. This is the fastest roller coaster I've ever been on in my entire life. It was so fast. And the hills, were, now it's like El Toro, a bull. I get it. It's like. We rode that fucking bull. It was, uh, I, I was shocked. And I've been on some fast things before. And I'm usually not that afraid to do things unless it's like a weird harness situation. This was the fastest, must have been one of the fastest roller coasters I've ever ridden in my entire life. I, like, lost my breath, like, how fucking fast. Because the drop was steep, but not, that wasn't the showstopper. Like, Oh, my God, I thought it was. It To me, well, they, they they have the tallest roller coaster in the world there. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Kingdom Ka. Kingdom Ka. Uh, which is, like, I think if it runs this summer, I'm going to have to do it. But... This was not it. What had not, the steepness had no held no candle to how fucking fast this thing was going over these hills, and I mean you're talking about whiplash on your neck. My neck hurts still to this day. And much like the cyclone, they have like these support beams that you swear is just going to knock your fucking head off. Yeah, to like Philadelphia. At, at one point, I like pulled my head down because I was scared. My I was going to get decapitated, and then like G force just kept my head down. Right, that was the problem. You would duck, and then like when you actually hit the slope. It's just like your neck was being pulled. It was bad news. Bad news for the neck. For, for necks. I mean, Ash and I were, the next day, were so fucking sore. Yeah, my neck still hurts. I, I actually am using it as an excuse to get a massage because I'm like all bumped up. We got we to gotta stretch. Next my time. Ne- Yeah, Nick kept saying that. Like, but next time we got to stretch before we get on the coaster. Like, that's going to help. I'm not going to do it again. You're going to so do you El know. Toro again. You no, said you would. I will I, not. Afterwards, you I, said you would. I was just said that because I knew we were going home. So <laughs> I... My thing, though, is my screaming is so embarrassing. (laughs) It is really embarrassing. It's so embarrassing because I start out and I can't control it. Like, I start out just like your normal scream, but then I start doing like, yes, it it was. It is. It's it's like first, like as if you just watched your parents get stabbed to death in front of you and you're like a four year old uh, girl like. Like that kind of scream, like you've just seen horrors. But then when that air is uh, exits her body, then it is like more of like a like a chicken lady oh! balking. Like it's a, it is like a like it's like insane. And I'm, I can't, I'm trying to like breathe and like it's it's whole... almost good because it's a distraction for me because I'm la- I just laugh my Nick ass off. I'm just time. laughing the entire time. It's just, just ah! absurd. Ah! Um, yeah, it was, uh, quite intense. I mean, we got off that thing. I remember, (laughs) this is always great. 
when you get on the car, like I remember the car had pulled the, 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 the roller coaster had pulled up and the people who had just had that experience got off. There was a kid who must've been about 12 years old with like long hair, um, some boy. And he, he was holding on to the bar and his hair was, uh, and the way he looked, he was just like, he had nobody sitting next to him and he was like in fucking shock. Like this kid, this 12 year old kid was like, what? the fuck like i cannot even believe what i just experienced and i was like huh look at that kid and then i literally was that kid when it came back i was like stunned yeah by how intense that roller coaster was my bun also like kind of like was pulled out just by the force of oh wind. yeah ashley's hair looked like she had just been beaten up by like 12 people like, it was it was really I, this is my issue though right okay so like you look to your left and there's like part of an old roller coaster that they have yet to get rid of that is being taken over literally by nature part of it, though because no, it's el toro babe. it's supposed to be like the no it's know, not like, part of it like you must be doing a bit here i'm not doing a bit i think you're smart enough to discern like what is purposeful and like what is sort of i must not be that smart. because of neglect i must not be so that smart. it's like there's like part of a roller coaster being taken over by nature ivy growing over it the ground like the area is not mowed there's no like natural la- like there's no landscaping it's el that's toro happening. it's rough and dirty no, the whole park there's crash test dummies laying on the floor i, I think that was definitely part of it the 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 uh, Skull Mountain, there's insulation. Okay, exposed. that was wrong. That was just wrong. The there's no soundscape. The part of the rides aren't lit up. I mean, the fact that every single every, the, out of the two roller coasters we went on. Oh, by the way, we went on Runaway Train, which was like a rust bucket. Like you look down That's at the track coaster, and the though. wheels, That's and it's, everything's rusty. The fact that like each thing has is not being maintained. It does not make one feel confident right in the park and like and in your personal safety which brings me to disney world i know like i champion disney world a lot on this podcast but a their roller coasters disney is such a well-run machine that you feel like all every single safety aspect has been considered and that you can just relax and enjoy yourself, right? Like there's an element of Six Flags where you're like, I have to hold onto my harness because it might pop open and I will have to forcibly keep my body attached to the roller coaster myself. Like you feel like a personal responsibility for your safety on a Six Flags roller coaster. Whereas on a Disney roller coaster, you're like, I can just relax and enjoy this because Disney, Disney, you know? Does this make sense? Yeah, it's different. It's different. Check the it's price point. Check different. the price point. Um, so yeah, we got off this thing and uh I was yeah, I was it was a little you get a little sore, but we went on this little kitty coaster called the runaway train afterwards. I did not fit into the the Yeah, and we had an issue with that. I was like, it's not you know, I wasn't like, Oh, this is gonna be scary, but it was just like I was too wide and normally I'm like, oh, I'm too fat for this. I'm not really at my fattest right now. Um, and, uh, I'm sort of at like a midpoint. Um, but like, even if I was skinny, I would have not like my feet did your not, legs were too long. M- no, my legs were too wide. Like my feet did not fit in the place that your shoes were supposed to fit. Like yeah. you were supposed to be able to put your feet like kind of together and on the floor. And I had to overlap them. That's weird. Because it was just not. And, and, and so my body was like in a weird position where it wasn't like sitting right on the car. And that ride, that dumb little kitty ride, 
actually gave me like the back adjustment that sometimes I'll have on a roller coaster where like I get a pop in my back like midway through. Oh my god! It wasn't a bad one. I think it was literally like you know. Did it fix you from El Toro? Maybe. I, I my back was not really sore. My shoulder blade the next day was completely inflamed. Don't know what that was about. Probably El Toro. But like it was like one of those things where like somebody tries to crack your back because I like I had like exhaled and then we hit a bump and I just like I felt like a pop in my back. It wasn't like painful, but I'm like, oh, this little fucking kitty coaster is going to do it to me. And by the way, the most pain I've ever endured on a roller coaster with like, you know, real pain was on fucking Everest where like I we rode Everest twice in a row because we got to the park at a certain point in Animal Kingdom and uh, the second time, you guys went on for like a third time. Gabby and I rode that thing over and over. And I couldn't like sit up straight. Like my back was so tweaked after uh, Everest. So, you know, you can never, I mean, I don't, you know, Disney, yeah, this and that. But I and also like got physically ill from the rock and roller coaster the last time. Did not my fave, my fave ride. Didn't feel that way after this uh, El Toro. So I got to say El Toro's up on both those coasters at this point. What? El Toro is like the most pain I've been in from a ride since we went on Twix. I cannot wait to go back on I El Toro. I will never go on El Toro again. I will go to Six Flags with you. Thank but you. But you have to do the other ride. There are no other rides. There's that Houdini ride we uh, didn't go on. Okay, we'll do Houdini. That fucking There's like boring other kitty rides that like we can do. Like just get over <laughs> your weird ego where you're like. Ego? It's not an ego thing. I don't fit in the cars. Like, okay, well watch <laughs> me ride it and then I'll go watch you ride a roller coaster. I'm not going on these roller coasters by myself. You're going on King Why of Ka, the highest roller coaster I'll known to man. never ever as god as my witness go on king to there was only one injury ever reported on king to was 2011 a bird hit some kid in the head okay that's you random. guys should see this this hellscape of a ride it's like an upside down u but it's what 400 feet it's like a million feet in the air and it, it's the highest roller coaster in the world it's insane it's and it insanity. just shoots you and up this track up and around it's like no never i don't need that i can barely fly on a plane like a what am i doing insanity. going on a roller coaster i gotta try it I just do. Uh, this is actually making me so nervous about flying on Sunday. Oh, you are going to fly. Well, we could talk about that, but let's finish up uh, how we did. So we're like, after that rock and, after that a roller coaster, uh, the runaway train, we're like, all right, let's get the hell out of here. We've been here for like two hours. It's perfect. Let's go. And uh, so we went to leave. We're like, yo, we got to go check out some of the merch. And then we went into like, they have all these like uh, little stores, like as you're exiting. And like, I wanted to buy an El Toro short shirt. Uh, but we went to some other store first and I went to just buy like a Six Flags pin for like five bucks and just they couldn't get it done for me. Couldn't figure out how to work the register. <laughs> the guy like, like left and came back. He just like couldn't figure out how to scan it. Just wasn't working and wasn't being like like verbal like this guy. This guy Daryl <laughs> was his name. And uh, he just he had a name tag on and he just was like scanning it and something wasn't going on right. And then he scanned it again and it just wasn't working. And then he scanned it again, still nothing. And then he scanned it again, and then it didn't work. And then he scanned it again, and it wasn't working. And then he punched in the numbers, and he waited, and it didn't work. And then so he scanned it, and it didn't work. And then he said, hold on. And then he went to, like, where the pins were. I thought he maybe would have grabbed another one. But he came back with nothing And uh, a couple minutes later, and then scanned it, and it wasn't working. And then he scanned it again, and it didn't work. And I just said, hey, Daryl, I'm good, man. I, I don't hold this against you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good. And he's like, oh, you sure? I'm like, yes. I don't need this Six Flags pin. 
I'll go to one of the other stores. So then I went into another fucking store. And this is where I wanted to buy this like uh, shitty El Toro shirt because I thought it was fun to buy. And uh, they had smalls or triple XLs. That was it. This park's been over for like a week. I went to the lady. I go, hey, um, do you have this shirt? I'm looking for this shirt in an extra large. No problem if you don't have it. But I thought I'd ask. And she was like, sure, yeah, are you a, uh, a, a, a member? I'm like, hell yeah. So I got my member card out. She scanned it, didn't work. She scanned it, didn't work. She scanned it again, didn't work. Then she was like, oh, it's not working. Do you have another thing? And I go, yeah, I have my tickets that I came in with with my code on. There's the code that you could. She scanned that, didn't work. Scanned it. See, like, why would work. we ride their roller coasters? <laughs> they can't even get their gift shops together. And then I go, she, I go, oh, I think maybe I have to set this up, maybe, like, because I just got the card and maybe I have to activate it. No problem on the card. So I'm like, you know, now I'm waiting for her to go in the back and see if she's got an extra large. But she kind of just grabbed my triple XL that I had in my hand to show her. And she scanned that. It worked. And then she put it in the back. I go, no, lady, I don't want the triple XL. You asked me. If you could find another, I want to uh, see if you have an extra large. And she was like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, It was almost like she didn't work there. I don't know what was going on. But she walked over to, like, where you, you would think you could go into the back. There was a door. And then she, like, tried the door handle. And it was just, like, like wasn't open. Clearly locked. And, like, she, like, looked at me and then looked around. <laughs> she was like, oh, oh okay. Like, like, she had never gone in the back before. And then she went over on the other side. There was, like, an opening. And then, like, her manager, like, appeared, or somebody who seemed older and more official, appeared and uh, was like, hey, what's going on? And and she was like, oh, I want to know if, he wants to know if they have this in an extra large. And the lady was like, no, that's all we have. And I'm like, where are your extra larges? And everybody bought all your extra larges from the El Toro shirt from, like, decrepit Six Flags. I fucking doubt it. But at this point, I was like, uh, no problem. And then the woman, this was, like, the most flighty like kind of funny moment of this entire experience. The woman just looked up, the original woman just looked up at another shirt. By the way, I had a black El Toro t-shirt from the opposite side of the store. She looked up and she, there was like a bright pink shirt that just said six flags on it. And she goes, Oh, here's an extra large. And she's like, do you, do you want this one? And I go, no, I don't want that one. <laughs> like, as if I was just looking for an extra large shirt, it didn't matter what it was. And then uh, the woman, like, the uh, the manager, like, went in the back to look and, like, I feel like pretended and was like, that's all we have. And I was like, hey, no problem. Put get everything me back. out of here. We left there. I'm like, Ash, we got to get the fuck out of here. And we did. And then we uh, went to a salad works yeah. and uh, ate uh, actually a pretty good salad. I will go back. I'll say that. Salad works not too bad. I mean, it ain't no chopped and it ain't no sweet green. But you know what? It had the basic ingredients that we're looking for. But I think it's time for us to move into the television portion. Let's move into television. Let's move into the television portion. I specifically want to visit the show that we're watching, which is Lost, which we will be watching tonight. We've got two episodes. I don't know. I think we're watching Batman, the first Batman movie. No. I heard you say that early in the podcast, and I didn't want to interrupt you and correct you and say, no, babe, we're watching Lost. Well, we can watch both, because I'll watch one episode of Lost, and then we can watch some Batman. Two? No. Enough with your Lost making me watch multiple episodes a night. Enough. What do you think of it? Okay, so- I like it. I like it, but I don't Do you guys remember when Nick didn't like it? 
Do you remember? Yeah, it was an episode. An ago. episode ago. <laughs> what has changed? Why have you decided no, that I'm, you like I'm it? I'm learning the, 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 the plot is moving. I did not like everybody's like, we just had a plane crash and then one guy is treating everybody's wounds and then we get You didn't really, like Hospital Island. No, and we get really long like backstory pieces of characters that I'm just not invested in quite yet. I, I have a couple of characters that I like and they're giving a lot of time to them and uh, I'm interested in, in what's going on with them and how they are on the island and what's going to happen with them unfortunately those characters are not the main characters of the television show so i mean that i I, it seems like this is an ensemble and and there may be they are the main they are main characters but they're just not i just don't like jack and i really don't I don't think I like Kate either. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I know you really don't like Jack. I- I'll stomach Kate, um, but I-, I I don't really like her that much. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 unfortunate. There's Who's a lot of your time dedicated. Favorite? I like Sawyer. Yeah, and I like Saeed. Those are my two favorites. And why do you like them? Because they are chewing up all of the scenery with the acting. I, I, I don't really care for the Jack character and the acting that goes along with the character and, and all that stuff. I like that Saeed... Reluctant hero is not your favorite genre. I, if it was maybe acted in a different way, yeah. maybe a bit bigger, mm. I, I think Saeed and uh, Sawyer are really like characters you would meet in a comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the way they're, they're acting, they're almost acting for stage. And uh, I... I am I like the campiness that comes along with their acting and uh, their storylines. So, you know, but this is a six season television show. We are halfway through the first season. I mean, I'm That's sure. That's true. And know, I'm asking I'm, again in ten years when we finish it. I'm having. I, I had to have like a little like um, learning curve with this show, meaning that. There would be times where we were watching an episode, and I'd be like, "Do you think that like w- this is what's happening?" And then it would like come to be that yes that is what is happening and then i'm like oh yeah i've seen this i just don't remember the show like i remember the big plot ashley has like ruined (laughs) parts of this show because she watched the show already i watched it when it aired 20 years ago she'll look at something and be like you know what i'm starting to suspect these two people are gonna do something (laughs) and i'm like that's weird okay well you did watch the show before but all right and then like in two episodes they do the thing that you said and you're like i'm like what the fuck you're like sorry i I, I I didn't know, and I'm like, you do know though. That's I the don't thing. remember. I do I do not recall. Those are all my fears about watching something that somebody has already watched already with them. It's 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 too much anxiety, too much to uphold on my end. Um, but all in all, I'm enjoying the experience. I think it is a you know it, it ends up being kind of a quick hour of television, and uh, you know I like that we're leaning into more scripted things. Um, it is one of those big television shows that, uh, people claim they like so much and you don't hear much about it anymore, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like it. I like it. I don't really have much more to say about it. Do you? Um, I think that I like it, but it's hard watching it because I, I want it to be more than it is, if that makes sense. Because in my mind, I, I'm what I'm trying to say is I'm recounting as I'm watching it, I'm remembering the emotions I had around it. 
Like, for example, Star Trek. Like, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I love it. Love the franchise. Love Next Gen. Love Voyager. You know, have would love Deep Space Nine if I watched more of it. You know what I mean? So, but every now and then I come across, like, another big Star Trek fan. And then they want to talk about, like, specific episodes. They'll be like, do you remember, like, season five, episode 19, when Riker's foot broke and he found a flower that healed his relationship with his father? You know, like, and I'll be like... No, I don't. I don't remember details of the show. I just remember like vague feelings. Like when I think about Star Trek, I just kind of remember being like horny for democracy, you know, like the Federation. I have these like feelings. And so when I'm watching Lost, that's how I feel too. Like I remember all my feelings around this show. And I remember when I was watching it, how desperately I wanted to like crack the code of what it is. And so that like energy is it, the ghost of that energy is with me while I watch. Well, uh, let's get that ghost going, man, because I, <laughs> some of these storylines need to pick up. You know what I'm saying? Pick up. Um, well, I got nothing else to say about Lost. Let's start talking about the uh, real showstopper of the week, which is the reunion for the Challenge All-Stars. How about that, Ash? We just watched it. We just watched it, and it was fine. Um, my big issue with it, you know, if we're going to talk critiques, okay, is that they spent the majority of the reunion talking about people who weren't there, which I just think is kind of odd. Yes. Um, and, like, people who were in the final, who made it, who finished the final were not on the stage and people who didn't make it through the final were on the stage who are you missing anisa missing anisa beth wasn't in the final she like left halfway through the season or like towards the end and she was there anisa wasn't there um yes alton wasn't there yes yeah both two people who were in the final mm -hmm. and that seems kind of odd to me i kind of i thought like if you made it to a final you made it to the reunion i wonder why alton wasn't there something strange with him huh something strange um i feel like this i think uh, anisa wasn't there because she's probably filming the challenge right now but why would they spend this is something that's confusing it's like the first 10 minutes is all about kendall and kendall's not there yeah kendall should have been there i mean i guess i don't know i wouldn't want to go if i was kendall she seemed like she got kind of ostracized on the show but she probably wasn't asked to be on it i don't think she's a good interview either but um, what did you think about the actual, what they did talk about, um, you know, and uh, all the reunion stuffs? Um, I mean, I feel like they did a good job, a decent job of um, bringing up like drama that we saw over the season. But oh, yeah. By the way, I do want to say, because I remember last week I was like, they made it look like there was a lot of drama. Yeah. During the. Uh, you were I, right. I was like, they manufactured that. This is going to be a really nice reunion. And it was. Yeah, and it it was. absolutely was. They And I think that's because everyone who was involved in the drama, like, wasn't there except for like, right. it. it, it there, there was not ever once two people that were in the drama at the same time. Right, no storyline drama. Yeah, was, was at fully there to like embrace it and, and argue about it. You're like right. Hisella could talk about her drama with Anissa. Right. 
but it wasn't nothing erupted because there was never the pairing. There was never the 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 people who caused the drama to begin with. Well, I would have liked to maybe have seen Jemmy have to speak on the fact that uh, she ha- seemed to have some issue with Big Easy, and they both yeah. Why were didn't there. they talk about that? That's weird. They did not bring that up. Um, Jemmy was like not into her. I'm not into her energy at all these days. It's a. I think I used to like her, but. I felt like she had like some sort of uh, like finger snapping energy that she was trying to bring to the reunion on behalf of other people. I don't know. Seemed odd. I mean, Kellyanne spoke up for other people, but in like a defending them way. And people did not like that. Yeah, people, people don't like... seem to like Kellyanne. So yeah, Kellyanne just defending Kendall because they were kind of piling on Kendall there who wasn't there. And she, and was... she defended Katie. And she defended Katie, uh, even though, you know, when uh, when it seemed like, uh, you know, that Jemmy wanted, they talked about this Trishel-Katie argument. Yeah. And uh, Jemmy... Definitely seemed like she didn't want to pile on. She didn't. She didn't want Trish. She was defending Trishel. Yeah, but way? I think that's just because in the footage that was aired, she was defending. She was like up in it on Trishel's side. Mm-hmm. So I think she just like upholds whatever storyline we see. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Jamie. You gotta you gotta get gotta get that uh, get in on our Patreon. Guys, are and you listening to her Patreon? Let us know what she's talking like, what's about. On what's going on behind that paywall? And why don't people like Kellyanne? And why don't people like Kendall? Like, they keep talking about how people don't like her. There's all this stuff about, but they don't show us clips of like her bad behavior. I don't understand. It's yeah, I don't confusing. really, I don't really get it either. But what was interesting was that Jemmy said that uh, Kendall was tough to live with, you know, and, and John A also said it was she was tough to room with, and uh, you know, Kellyanne was kind of kind of taking up for for kendall there but um they didn't really explain what kendall was why she was hard to live with yeah like what do they mean i can assume that she was pretty stressed out by sort of the politics of the game um and being there uh but jemmy was like yeah she was this really took a toll on her but i don't understand why she keeps up with the challenge and she's been very vocal on twitter about getting her ass back on the show so now she did and all of a sudden she she was apparently jemmy was making it seem like kendall was claiming like she this was all new to her and she doesn't understand why things are happening um so i don't know i would have liked a little bit more on on that yeah, subject, right? For real, for real, for real. Well, what did they talk about? Um, well, they talked about Kendall for the first ten minutes. They talked about hookups. They talked about um, who did uh, Jimmy and Nehemiah. They talked about Anissa and um, Latarian. Uh huh. They talked about um, Alton and Hisella. Um, Apparently, Alton not married, but does have a baby mother. Uh, that he seems to very much care about and, and talk about. And the like Kellyanne looked shocked that he was not married to her because he was yes. like, he, he talks about her as if he's married to her. Right. And, and, but Hesella seems to not have that. It's not affecting her in that way. She was yeah. like, yeah, but they're just like cordial and I'm fine with that. And I'm waiting it out basically yeah, is what it made her sound like. Um, uh, I, I thought it was pretty interesting that Hesella had like a real serious knee brace on and she's got to get like a for real surgery to replace an ACL and she has a torn meniscus and she broke her tibia like uh, yeah. or, or fibia? a bunch of stuff. Know, tibia, fibia? I, I think it's a tibia. Maybe not. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting when she uh, was teaming with uh, Big Easy on that uh, elimination. Um, 
another thing that I thought was kind of uh, cool to see was Yes, who is our winner of the challenge. Uh, she, he was talking about uh, that the money is going towards social justice and um, uh, that uh, he has paid rent to the um, native people in which his land that he has his house on was originally owned by. Right, Berkeley. In Berkeley. Yeah. So I guess the, you know... Um, the tribe, the, the, the original... The, orig- the tribe that was there before, you know, Columbus came here or whatever the fuck happened, and we stole from them. He had, He is now paying rent to them using his money, which I would like to actually have gotten i would have liked to hear more of the details behind yeah this. same like how do you do that is that something that people have set up before like, i had never heard this before but he was saying it as if it was something that maybe he didn't come up with or maybe he did but like how much would rent be and you know what i mean yeah. like how, and how does that work and and who are the the what is the tribe that that the original yeah you know, i wanted to know a little bit more about this you know that was really an interesting part of the reunion. It was. What most interesting part about it was like literally everybody's facial reactions, which yeah, were why? pretty eye rolly. Um I imagine that yes, maybe is pretty vocal with his sort of uh, activism, maybe, and and as you should be. Um and I, I imagine some of the the sorry souls on that uh <laughs> on that stage probably don't do that much. Yeah. And kind of feel like he's kind of uh virtue signaling maybe and, and oh, stuff okay. like that and and uh, who knows maybe there's some trump voters uh, also on the on the panel you never know what these challenge folk but you know still um thought it was kind of cool and but it did kind of end with uh you know some of the guys being like we're very happy that yes one uh, and then mark saying i always want i wanted whoever the winner was to be like a great winner for the show and i think yes is a great choice to be the first winner of challenge all stars i agree um you know he did get called out for being a coaster by uh Hisella at a point yeah whatever like i this like coaster coasty thing He's it's coasting, like coasting coasting yeah I, please let me coast like yeah, that's no, smart and his reasoning is like not going in the the gauntlet or whatever the fuck it's called not going into the yeah. elimination thing deal dude like and i mean everybody i do like that everybody immediately big easy was like yeah call me a coaster like yeah. i want to avoid that at all costs it's harder to get to the final than it is to complete the final and she acts like she's this is like her 40th season of the challenge yeah yeah, and I, she's like hardcore winner Johnny Bananas. Yeah, she ain't. Um, Hasella, sorry to say, but maybe next time with your new knee. Some more topics brought up on the reunion were, were you about to say something? No. Did I cut you off? No, I was hey. just going to also say that Jemmy as well was like, you know, you can call me a coaster if you want, but I play smarter rather than harder. I'm not trying, like who the fuck, like just Hasella like saying that is exactly what you're saying. Like that is somebody who doesn't really, doesn't, on, you know, is is bitter that that the people who won and got through yeah. didn't. They're bitter. That's number one. That's number one with a bullet. But number two, close number two, is you don't really understand the mechanics. Like, you do not, it's not about bragging rights. I've gone in there. Like, yes, if you go in there and you come back, great. You got your skull. If that's the thing, you get your skull. Like, but this, the way this game's set up traditionally, dude, you do not want to ever have anybody say your name. Get, get, avoid that at all costs. That's that. That's the quickest. The only way you could go home, really, aside from fighting or something like that, is if you actually have to go and, and compete. And so, 
don't compete. You know what I mean? So yeah, and then they brought it's annoying. up like her being like, yeah, everyone should go into elimination who hasn't gone into elimination. And then they brought up the fact that like she was behind or she had something she influenced Kindle going in three different times, right. and it's like, yeah, she's like, yeah, that's yeah, that's different. Well, no, she was like, I'm a hypocrite. I, I am. Uh, yeah, she was like, I. I'm admitting to the fact that uh, I was trying to play the game as well. But then uh, when Hasella was talking about Anissa, did not give Anissa an inch on the fact that At she wanted, that she wanted, Hasella uh, wanted yes to, uh, to go in and Anissa voted in Nehemiah. I, I, I'm, un, I'm unsure still on like who, like what exactly she's like mad about. The fact that she had lied to her about it, I guess. But, um, you know, I and uh, Hasella has been saying, like, you know, like, you play this game dirty and don't do that to me and you're a dirty player. And the entire time when this is happening on the show and even when it was brought up again, I'm thinking, like, is Anissa known for, like, a dirty player? I was like... In well, Durrell in- was like, no. Well, I don't know if... Dur- I, I Maybe. I didn't hear Durrell, but uh, definitely Derek was like, I keep up with this show. Like, I, I guess he just can't plug his podcast, but he was yeah. like... He's like, I'm like report on this show, and I and I have to say, Anissa does not play a dirty game. Yeah, so it I was kinda Derek. Wanna, it wasn't Darrell. Right. So it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm a little uneasy about the the Hasella taking trying to take Anissa's head off on this show. Because, She's like, I know everybody loves Anissa. She yeah. seems like jealous. She does seem a little jealous, maybe. Um, she also said she was so ready for this show. She was so ready, like Hasella. I'm like Hasella, you're you're not physically capable of winning the show. I'm sorry. I mean, we get on Anissa's case for not working out in the off season, but Anissa, like, had seems she like finished she, the elimination. Who Hasella or Anissa no, did? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I still, I, I don't know. Um, we'll see. I'm very excited. I, there was there uh, one uh, some challenge spoiler account. Announced there is definitely a season two happening, Ooh. and they're still they're they're still going the same way with casting. They're not they're not bringing any extra shows or anything like that. They're oh, gonna go hell yeah. straight uh, straight uh, challenge all stars. So I'm excited for that. And uh, you know what? This is I did not want a three part fucking dragged out reunion. This Thank was God. 45 minutes in and out, baby, and and I'm good I'm good with that. And I'll just touch on the last couple of things that we haven't touched on. Plus Maria Menounos is back. Which is that Mark Long compared himself to an old tractor on a farm? He did. He did. Uh, and that was fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I will not dispute. Um and that's it. That's all I can remember <laughs> okay. that we didn't cover. Well, whatever. Um if you guys saw something that you want us to talk about or you're uh, you, you want to remind us of, hit us up, hit us up. You know where to find us. Uh, folks, that has been the podcast. Uh, uh, I will say that we're doing this a couple of days before Monday's drop because my uh, wonderful, uh, beautiful, smart fiance. fiance, Ashley Brooke Roberts, is going on a little trip, going on a little girl's trip with some family members and some friends. And uh, so when she comes back uh, next week... I'll uh, have a story for you guys. We'll have a full report and your boy Nick is going to be all alone in in the house. He'll be okay. With his darling kitty and his darling grandmother to attend to. And I'm sad. But, well. What a way to end the pod, sorry. babe. <laughs> I'm a sad guy. Okay, folks. Um, Thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next week. I oh, guess we won't see you, but we we'll will talk, talk to you. We'll talk to you next time. Okay, really appreciate you. Yeah, we're wrapping yeah, yeah, it up. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Bye. Bye.